Hello, welcome to Studio One. If you like what you see, like and subscribe and comment. How's your day so far? Not too bad. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. The sun's finally back in Toronto. Are you in Toronto too or no? Windsor. Windsor. Yeah. So it's like yesterday, honestly, man, yesterday it was like, I think it, I think it touched like 18 degrees at, at one point here. Yeah. And now it's 12. Like, can't ask for much better than that. Yeah. It's so refreshing. Um, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool to get you on uh, because the first time I did the interview with you guys, it was Tariq. Uh, so really cool to get you on. Um, yeah, yeah. Tariq, he last minute was just like he had some work come up or something, um, and he won't he won't be able to join. But yeah, happy to do it for you for sure. Um, so the platform is called Studio One. I pretty much started it about a year ago now. It's kind of like a platform that I really wanted to build so I can like highlight acts in Toronto, local ones, cool. and then of course embrace acts around the world and all across Canada. So to get you on you know, as a group for the second time is really cool. Sweet. Thanks for having us, man. Sure. Um, before we begin, can we, can you briefly introduce yourself and then we'll get started? Yeah, sure. So my name's Justin and I play drums in the Blue Stones where um, I kind of rock duo, I guess. I don't know. I always have a hard time categorizing things, yeah. but generally in, in the universe of rock and roll um, from Windsor, Ontario. Cool. Um, so the last time I kind of chatted with, you know, the group, um, was insanely enough. Like, I think I posted the interview February 26th of last year. So wow. a few weeks, you know, of course, you know, COVID would hit and things like that. How have yeah. you guys as a, you know, before we really get into music, how have you guys as a duo, you know, been kind of handling that since then? I know around mm -hmm. that time with this album that you're about to release, I think around that time it was supposed to be coming in the summer. So how did you guys, you know, um, kind of connect, but also on a human level, how have you guys been doing? Yeah, man. Um, the, it is funny to think like I was looking at my Instagram story archive or whatever. And it was like on this day, a year ago, I was packing for tour. Um, yeah. And I posted this thing. I, I have this sweater that I've like worn to death but I love it. And I like posted like, is this iconic enough that I have to bring it on every tour that I pack for or what? Yeah. And um, I was like, shit, I haven't packed for a tour since then a year ago. And that's the first time in a long time, um, which to be honest, has kind of been refreshing. And in a sense, it's been refreshing. Um, I've seen, a, a, I've heard of a few musicians who have put it that way. Um, just like the grind, it was nice to have the grind come to a halt <laughs> for yeah, a little for bit sure. and, and have some time off. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that are in a worse place because they're unable to tour like a lot of crew and stuff. And obviously, you know, um, those people are like the lifeblood of the touring industry and whatnot. Um, but from the artist perspective, it's like, okay, well, if I can take a break, I will. Um, yeah. and so it was a little refreshing um and then yeah man just from the human side like i, I don't know part i i finally reached the point now where i'm like ready to get back out and ready to like travel again and it was just nice to spend so many consecutive nights in my own bed um for the first time in a long time 
Um, and I think I'm now just kind of getting over that, like, okay, now I'm ready to get back to what for me was regular life, which is traveling more often, playing shows, connecting with people more. Um, but yeah, man, we, we definitely no complaints from our side. We, we, um, are doing okay. And the band's doing okay. We're still growing. And, you know, this album is finally coming out. It was supposed to come out in the summer. Like you said, we had recorded it. We'd put the finishing touches on it in January of 2020. And then, um, we were heading right out onto the road and yeah, that all got grounded. So we kind of put the album on ice for a little bit and now choosing to release it and hopefully we'll have a nice build up to a tour like in the fall would be cool but um fingers crossed going back to what you said about kind of finally relaxing because a lot of like fans and a lot of people that love music when we see an artist we like essentially be like give us the music you know tour and all these things but a lot of the time you know artists are on go and for years and years and years it's touring it's touring it's touring was this kind of the first time you guys in the time you guys formed like actually had a time to relax? I mean, so like we've, we've really been a band for like 10 years. Um, and the first, you know, five, six of those, we even more seven, we were just kind of like doing it. Um, we were trying to make it a profession and, but we still weren't at that stage. And so we were just like touring Ontario. We did a couple of tours out to the east coast um never really did the states or any anywhere outside of canada really and so at that point we were like either you know working professionals or um students and so we weren't touring that much you know like weekends here and there yeah um around ontario was not really that crazy um but then when things started really picking up signed a record deal then we were like, okay, now this is kind of like a lifestyle. And basically ever since then, I think the longest I had ever spent consecutive nights in my own bed was like 30, maybe, maybe a little less, maybe like 22 nights or something over like three years. So always on the go bags, always half full of you know like i i had a i had a suitcase bathing suit that i only ever left in my bathing or my bathing suit in my suitcase yeah because i had traveled so much without it and it's one of those things where like if you don't pack a suitcase you're gonna end up staying in a hotel that has just like a dope hot tub or something and you can't use it so i always just had a, uh, a bathing suit suitcase or suitcase bathing suit um, and it was nice to just finally like put all that stuff away. So yeah, this was the first break in a long time. And does this time period, um, like when it comes to the music, you know, I know the, with, by the time this interview comes out, the album will be out when it comes to the, the amount of time you guys have had off, you know, talk to me about how that's potentially influences record and have you mm. guys made a lot of music in this time period now, you know, given space and stuff like that and also not yeah not to yeah yeah no go ahead um how have you guys been connecting has it been over zoom and like sessions and like how has that added to it as well okay so yeah i mean like 
the again this this whole record was done you know completely finished pre-covid so i won't really i wouldn't really say there's really an effect on it in that sense okay um but yeah we haven't really been writing that much to be honest um kind of like early stage stuff but i i, I think for us we it's hard for us to write when we're still like in a cycle for, for something else. Like our debut album was like black holes. We really started writing that in like 2012 and then like released it independently and then released it with a, with a label. And so we kind of put the whole like writing process on ice throughout that period. And a lot of, the songs that are on this new album hidden gems some of them are a little older um i think like probably the oldest any of that would be is like 20 2016 2017 some of those songs but some most of them are pretty new um and it was just because we were still like in this mindset of this last record and touring it and living in that world and like to pivot and focus on something new um we just kind of had to get past that cycle and so yeah we haven't really been writing much um during COVID I know there's there's some bands and some artists that have just like boom they threw down five albums in a year because they had the time to do it and whatnot um but yeah we just went back to like I mean one thing was now that we're not really on the road um you know making money doing other stuff and so we both kind of like settled into different positions of like not being an artist for a little bit. And so yeah. now we're in this weird limbo of like things are picking up again. And now I kind of have to split my attention of like doing a job and then being an artist again at the same time, it's hard to pivot. Um, and so we haven't been writing that much. Um, and the last part of your question was how have we been connecting? So I actually live in Kingston. Okay. Tarek lives in Windsor. Um, and so we've been, you know, long distance artists for a long time. Um, And we're very much used to the whole process of how to do things remotely. And even when we were living, literally we were roommates in the same house when we wrote Black Holes, we generally didn't write at the same time in person. I was working midnights. I was a student, but my, I was also working midnights. Um, and Tarek was working in a clinic. So he had a day job as well as going to school. So we were never like home at the same time. He would write something, upload it to Dropbox. And then I would like wake up for my shift, download it on my phone, listen to it on the factory floor and just kind of like run through things. Okay. Build some ideas, then, um, record the drums while he was at school and then send it to him. And it's like, we're doing this over Dropbox and we live in the same fucking house, you know? Yeah. So when COVID hit and we had to do this remote stuff, it wasn't really a different world for us, which is nice. Yeah. An interesting thing too that you talked about is about like being in this album, kind of like an era or a cycle and kind of like focusing on it. Because a lot of artists, you know, they will, when they drop a record, they'll, some, some of them will move on really quickly or like a lot of artists won't, it's not as a bad thing, but some artists won't really let a, a record live and breathe. How have you guys kind of come together as a unit? Because that takes a lot of patience and, and a lot of understanding to like let a record breathe properly the way it's supposed to. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, 
it, it's funny. I kind of like feel this sort of unconscious pressure to like move faster. Um, in a lot of ways, I look at like, we've been a band for 10 plus years now and we haven't even released our second album yet. Like, you know, we've, we've made other releases independently, but this is like our second full length LP. Yeah. It's not even out yet. And, you know, are we moving fast enough kind of thing? Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Like uh, maybe we are doing this the right way. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't really say like, I, I'm t- definitely very happy with the success that we've achieved. And so it's hard to say that we're doing it wrong when things are happening and we're happy with where we're at and things are, are building and there's things in the future that we're looking forward to. So uh, maybe we are just doing it right. But a lot of the time it's very, the patience that we have is kind of externally thrust on us. So again, we created, we wrote Black Holes um, 2012 recorded it in, or maybe 2013, 2014, and then put it out on our own and then signed a record deal. And so there was like a lot of gears had to move. Like there was a lot of shifting parts basically to get this thing back out commercially. And so we had to wait for that. Um, and then now it's out, you have to play it out as a cycle as if it just came out. So you're not going to release anything for another year and a half, two years now. And then we do this album and finally we were playing some shows in Europe and we were playing songs that we had written and recorded in the last few months and just released like shaking off the rust. Yeah. And that was cool and exciting. We had this whole album that was like, we're going to release it within a year of writing and recording it. And then COVID hit. And now it's like, well, this album is old again, man. Like I, we, yeah. <laughs> we started doing the first writing sessions. Now, by the time that this comes out, the first writing sessions would have been done like at least 18 months, 20 months before that. And so it's like, these songs are already almost two years old to me. Um, And I don't know, maybe that's a good thing, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe for the next cycle, we might, especially because we haven't started writing yet, we might just keep at this pace. I don't know. Maybe it's just meant to be. Yeah. Cause I think, cause when you look at artists that, you can see them spanning a career of 10 plus years, 20 years, and they only have like four studio albums. And a lot of fans will say, we need more, we need more. You know, for example, Lord is an artist that's started out in 2013, but she's only released two records. I think it takes you know, a lot of patience to be like, I'm going to do it my way. So I think for mm-hmm. you guys, um, I think there's that similar parallel to, to, to an extent to say, I'm going to do it this way. But um, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I think, I think it's in part genre specific too. Um, you know, we kind of tried to do the single thing um, on this cycle. I, I don't think we really did it properly. I think we waited too long between individual singles, but like the idea that we wanted to do was just like record songs and put out like five, you know, there's only 10 songs on this album. Five of them are already out. Yeah. Um, and if you can put it out consistently, if you can, consistently put out high quality content then maybe you should or if you want to um but if you think that you need to take the time to get it right then i think that's always going to be better in the long haul um 
And I guess that just seems to be the way we work. We, we kind of go long periods without creating stuff. Um, it's kind of worked so far. So yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really argue with the, with the method. Yeah. And this new album, you know, for you guys, I know it was supposed to be out, you know, last summer, but kind of even still to the sort of sense of this, what this album represents, whether, you know, it's the songs on the record, you know, for you guys, what does this album represent? Because of course, as fans, you know, we're going to listen to the record and have our own kind of take on it. But for you guys in your career right now, like what does this chapter represent? This is kind of like for us coming into our own and like settling into our own style and I think the last one was more like coming out with something to prove. And now this one's kind of like, we're past that. This is our own thing. We're making this for our own fans, you know, always trying to grow our fan base. Definitely. The the more the merrier, but it's more of like a, when we used to play shows on when we were touring with black holes and we were on tour, like supporting other bands as the opening act, those shows always felt different because it was like no one here knows you yeah and you're going out and you're trying to show them and and give them a good time without them knowing what they're in for um and then we started doing headline tours like we had done headline tours before but like (laughs) when we were independent you're you're playing to clubs where there's like 20 people it doesn't really count um I mean it does but we started doing headline tours where there was like a couple hundred people in every city that we play. And I remember being more nervous for those because I'm like, if I, if we go out and we're just the, the opening band and we don't play so great, someone's going to be like, Oh, okay, whatever. I I didn't know this band and they're okay. Um, Anyway, I came here to see the opening or the, the main, you know, the headliner. Yeah. But if you're doing a headline show and you go out and you fuck it up, you, at the best you look stupid and at the worst you just completely ruined someone's night and like they spent money to be there and maybe they took their friends and maybe they went to a special restaurant before because they've always been waiting to see you and wonder what you're going to be like live and so I was always way more nervous for those because you know there's high expectations and I don't want to ruin anyone's night um and so now that we've done that and like did it successfully and kind of came into our own this album is more about like understanding and, and lyrically the the theme of the album kind of touches on this too is like understanding excuse me every part of who you are the good and the bad um and kind of just coming to terms with things and sort of like reflecting on not being so judgmental about how you should be or how you shouldn't and just kind of like experiencing it yeah um and so I think this album more represents like for, for this stage in our career is more of like, yeah, we're comfortable with where we're at and what we do. We're not necessarily trying to do things to appear a certain way or please certain people. Um, it's, it's just us on display. For sure. And um, I want to touch upon you guys working with producer Paul Meany on uh, records and things like that. I know yep. some quotes that I've read, it's kind of like, working with him has kind of allowed you guys to like tap into different sounds and things like that. And I know in this like industry genre that we're kind of, genre where we're living in now, there's, it's hard to really touch upon 
an artist and say, this sounds like that. It's hard to label the genre nowadays. For you guys, mm -hmm. how do you guys kind of explore that idea? And also, how has it been working with this uh, producer? Yeah, um, Paul's great, man. He, like we were big, big fans of his band Mute Math. Um, and that's kind of like, we've always thought that because of the music they write, like Paul would be a cool guy to have as a producer. And, um, you know, we didn't even know for the longest time that he actually was a producer or like worked with 21 Pilots. We had no idea. Um, and then eventually when we like heard that 21 Pilots record trench and I was like, looking at the the liner notes or saw like a press release or something that he worked on it and i was like paul meany from mute math like what the fuck do these guys like like me math and then they went on tour with them with mute math and um i was like oh shit this is i didn't realize he was like actively trying to like produce records and then yeah. um you know our management when we were like writing these demos and going through things and we have probably like 20 to 30 so odd demos um and they were like okay like let's start talking production who do you guys want who do you who's in your sights and i was like paul meany but i mean like that's that's a reach man that would just be yeah. like a, you know shooting for the stars but like he's number one and i mean if i want to be realistic and i go keep going down the list and he's like hold on a sec give me a few days and um comes back and paul was like yeah i'm, I'm in and he just like i don't know our manager made some kind of connection he knew 21 pilots manager somehow and um, he was on board and we were like, oh shit, man, this is crazy. Like literally one of our heroes, we've gone and seen Mute Math and like so many times and like, you know, waited in line for a like, couple hours to see his shows and whatnot. And now he's inviting us to his house in New Orleans to like stay with him and write music for a weekend. Like yeah. crazy. Um, and so he Tarek says this well the old phrase of like don't meet your heroes paul's the complete opposite of that like if he's yeah. someone that you like his music he's like the most the coolest guy and very down to earth and like always there to help and he's he's like i could call him up right now and ask him if he wanted to jump on this podcast he'd probably do it if he had time yeah um but like i call him with like if we're having like issues uh, in the industry or just i need some insight on like man, how do I like go about like hiring a guitar tech or something? He's, he would be the first guy I would call. Um, and, and, but musically he taught us to like really pay attention to the, the lyrics. And that was something that Tarek never really like cared about or paid much attention to. It was just like something to accompany the music. And Paul was like, no, man, you have to like, you should try your hardest to make something that someone is going to connect with because it just gives that extra level of depth that yeah. someone that might take someone from casual listener to fan. You have, you never really know. Um, and that's kind of just what makes a good song or it's part of what makes a good song. And um, his production style is definitely a lot more, uh, it's more of like a higher production style or it's a little like more shiny and glossy than I think what we were used to on black holes, um, which we were do. It was more like raw and gritty. And, but I like that. I like how we naturally have this kind of like gritty low production 
kind of thing that we're doing and he just kind of like elevates it a little bit um and brings it more into like the pop world which we're Tark and I are definitely both like fans of pop music and what I'm not trying to say we're trying to make pop music but um I think that sensibility just happens to lend itself well to what we're trying to do um and he just is really good at the techniques and and kind of taking what we have and he sees where we're trying to go with it and then just brings us there that makes sense no it definitely makes sense um so by the time this interview comes out uh the album will be out so a question that i wanted to ask you like near like the final notes of things is how do you feel i know the record again was supposed to be out last year is completely done things like that but again how do you feel about the record now and how are you going to feel when it's finally out and it's mm. out of your hands yeah so i've had enough time now to like separate myself from it um when you're like obviously when you're recording it you're playing it you know, playing each song 20 times a day, just doing different takes, trying different experiments on it. And then like, I particularly am like just sitting there, like watching Tark play guitar on it, then layer on bass, keys, sing. Um, and it just gets so repetitive. And then you have to like do it all over again for mixing and mastering. Every time a new mix comes through, you got to listen to it 10 different times. It's like, holy shit so when the whole thing is done i'm always like never touching this for like at least three months yeah just to get it out of my brain and then i can come back with fresh ears and kind of like appreciate it as um as a whole and i listened through again probably about a week ago um for the first time in a long time just like a true listen through and it's great man i i'm really i'm really happy with where we ended up um I don't really think there's any, any songs that like fall behind. Um, and it feels cohesive while kind of the songs all have their own sort of like life. Um, yeah. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty stoked on it. I can't wait to play a lot of these songs. That's going to be cool. Um, and I just hope that the fans feel the same. Perfect. Um, again, you know, on the note of, you know, wishing to play live, you know, Hopefully, you know, the next time we chat, it's uh, with both of you guys and it's in person and, you know, things yeah. are going great. I really think, I think nearly, maybe in the fall, I think things will be pretty good so far. So that's what, it, that's what it seems like, man. Yeah, fall, a lot of people are shooting for that. I know we're already like putting out offers and stuff for the fall. So fingers crossed, man. I, I would love that. For sure. Um, again, thank you so much. You know, take the time out. You know, again, I've had a chance to listen to the record front and back. Really, really enjoy it. Um, Thanks, man. And I can't wait for you guys to uh, finally release a record and not have, you know, the world kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Studio 